Welcome to Before Breakfast, a production of iHeartRadio. Good morning. This is Laura. Welcome to the Before Breakfast podcast. Today's tip is to set common hours. If you and your team are working from home, all of you can have a lot more schedule flexibility than you could in the past. But you probably still need to do some work together in real time. By setting a few common hours and then letting the rest be more flexible, you can get the best of both worlds. Cohesion and freedom. Many folks have been working from home for a full year now in the wake of the coronavirus. Working from home is a skill, and fortunately, in a year's time, we've gotten a lot better at it. But there is always room for improvement. One of the biggest challenges is figuring out how to still work closely as a team. In the beginning of COVID, many companies were requiring people to check in precisely at 9 a.m., Oddly enough, many of these places didn't require people to check out precisely at 5 p.m. You don't really need to think too hard to figure that one out. Fortunately, most people are moving away from strict time guidelines like that, which is good, because one of the major upsides of working from home is the freedom to set your own schedule. If you work best early in the morning and then want to take a long midday break to go for a run or take a nap, and then work some more in the afternoon, well, this is hard to pull off if you are commuting somewhere. If you're working from home, well, why not? Some people are useless before 10 a.m. Yet office culture has long dictated showing up and pretending to be bright-eyed and bushy-tailed at 8 a.m. Without a commute, you can escape most of this. Of course, none of this changes that we do need to work closely with our colleagues. Email is an extraordinarily inefficient method for close collaboration because it drives people to check email constantly and never do anything else. Yet when we are staffed in teams, we do want to know that we can reach people and get a swift response. The solution? Set common hours. Teams that do this well set some sort of core hours like 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. or maybe 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. or maybe even noon to 4 p.m. Eastern time if there's a large contingent on the West Coast that then needs to clock in from 9 to 1. The point is that everyone agrees to be available during these times for near real-time collaboration. You can call. You can video chat. I guess you can email, though it's still a horrible medium for that sort of thing. Anyway, you know that you are all on together during these hours. And then, for the rest of the workday, people can choose whatever works best for them. Some folks might want to get up early and work from 5 a.m. to 9 a.m., sign off until the 11 a.m. start of common hours, work until 3 p.m., and then be done for the day. Some night owl types might start at 11 a.m. with the common hours and then do their other four hours from 8 p.m. to midnight. The upside of this is that when you know there are hours you can reach your colleagues, then nobody needs to be pinging people during non-core hours. And that means you can really focus on your individual deliverables without checking Slack or email every six minutes. Such core hours could also work well for families that are sharing childcare these days. If you can arrange for different parties to have different core hours, then you can cover for each other. 
and do the flexible hours whenever it happens to work for your family. Now, of course, there will always be emergencies outside of core hours. And sometimes people won't be able to be available during core hours. Developing a culture where you only contact people during certain hours is really tough. It requires advanced planning and making sure when you are about to sign off from your core hours that you have whatever you need until the next day. I'd note that if you are a manager, you also need to trust that your employees will log the other half of the workday, even if you are not actively observing it happen. However, I am guessing that you didn't hire people who are trying to slack off on the job. And if you can make the core hours concept work, you'll be able to work together closely and enjoy the flexibility inherent in working from home. You might be so thrilled with the results that you'll keep working this way, even when you can go back to the office. After all, being together 40 hours a week is probably overkill. People need time to do their own work too. And it's best if they can do it whenever they work best. So, today, think about whether the core hours concept might work for you and your team. Which hours would work? And if you have something like this running right now, I'd love to hear about it. You can reach me at laura at lauravandercam.com. In the meantime, this is Laura. Thanks for listening. And here's to making the most of our time. Hey, everybody. I'd love to hear from you. You can send me your tips, your questions, or anything else. Just connect with me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Before Breakfast Pod. That's B-E, the number four, then breakfast, P-O-D. You can also shoot me an email at beforebreakfastpodcast at iheartmedia.com. That before breakfast is spelled out with all the letters. Thanks so much. I look forward to staying in touch. Before Breakfast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.